I am aware that I am on this journey through these degrees of the nefs. And many Sufi stories use the donkey as a symbol of attachments. In Zen, the water buffalo is caught and led by a young person who leads the animal with a rope through its nose ring. And after passing through the Zen stations, the boy now plays his flute on the back of the water buffalo. But what I thought was just the usual symbol of bad habits and attachments has transformed into a two-legged creature, and it looks like me. And when I enter the town, people confuse him with me. He swears, lies, tells dirty jokes, and they laugh and crowd around him like he's the life of the party. And I don't know why they choose to talk to him and not me. What's going on? Hmm, he follows me everywhere. I stop at a hillside park, having gathered some leaves and vegetables to cook. The people here seem thoughtful, providing cookware at this campsite. I make a fire and heating up a soup when this twin thing of me yells. He did not like the dinner, and like a child, he throws his salad on the ground, shouting, Leaves are for rabbits. Real men eat meat. I yell back at him, then stop. What am I doing? How am I supposed to deal with this embarrassing idiot? And when he yells at me, I instinctively yell back. A lot of good that does. When I yell at him, he yells back. I'm confused. I, I ignore him, and he pesters me with whining and complaining. I need space. Yeah, I, I tell him I'm taking a walk. So you please stay and clean up. Peace returns to me as I stroll through this land. Everything here is yellow. The dirt, the flowers, even the clothes the people wear. I come to the outer part of the village, treading by the homes, coffee shops, and merchants to arrive at the center of the town. It's a village square with a fountain, and at one end is a wide boulevard with a golden temple. People are slowly entering and leaving. As I get closer, I see that this is indeed a sacred space. It exudes peace along with the sweet sandalwood incense. And cautiously entering the tall entryway, I'm greeted by a monk in yellow robes. He offers me tea, which I accept. Tastes lemony and ginger-like. Acceptance and serenity fill me with an expansive calm. My breathing slows, the tensions disengage that were building up from my encounters with the shadow me. That sets me off to planning how to get rid of the nuisance. A finger taps my shoulder. I turn around and it's an aged, friendly face smiling. 
There is no getting rid of Shadow Man. I begin to ask, but he continued, You can never get rid of you. But you can learn to make friends with him. Friends? I want to kill the Shadow. A jumble of feelings surface. At first I want to argue that that was impossible. I didn't feel a deep connection with this old man. And then I wonder how could he know my questions before I asked them? Who is he? You can call me Noah, he answers before I ask. I look around. People are smiling and peaceful. It's the first time I have actually stopped. I don't know how long I remained in the temple because I closed my eyes and... Shaking me vigorously awake, Shadow is loudly whispering, I'm hungry, wake up, let's get a steak. Come on, you're so slow, hey, wake up. I rub my face coming out of the transcendent trance. I slowly stand up, sigh, and leave the temple, slowly descending the steps. I really didn't want to leave, but Shadow's insistent pushing makes it impossible. Friends with this trick. First, I have no desire to even be around him. Second, he disgusts me. Third, he makes me feel like I stick out, that I'm ugly and a terrible person. I shake my head. This weird relationship thing is sick. I, f- I, f- I feel nauseous just being in his vicinity. It's like seeing one's enemy and knowing you're outnumbered, outwitted and prey to an abusive predator. Now he's pulling my hand. Come on, there's plenty of places to eat. There, that one with the big yellow door. He pushes me into the restaurant, plunks himself down at a booth and yells at the waiter. Steak, well done. Beer, now. I shrink down on the yellow cushioned seat covering my face. I take a deep cleansing breath, feel my feet on the floor and ground my energy. I stand and walk over to the affronted waiter. Madam, I apologize for my friend who seems to be having some kind of breakdown. He's he's not responsible for his actions at this time. Listen, a, a simple dinner of meatloaf, vegetables, and water will be sufficient. The insulted waiter looks at me longer than expected. She then speaks very quietly and with some trepidation. Uh, sir, uh, there's, there's only one of you in the booth. There, there's no friend. Are you certain you're all right? Shall I call a doctor? On shaky knees, I return to the booth. I really must make friends or at least a ceasefire with Shadow. And without a doubt, I need to develop a strategy to deal with this other me. 
but he makes me so angry. I want to kick and destroy it. But if it's me, then then there, there has to be another way. That fellow in the church might have some advice. I leave the table and tell Shadow to enjoy himself. I then leave and go and ascend the stairs of the Golden Chapel and ask Noah for advice. Yes, uh, this is actually the thing you need, replied Noah. What? What are you talking about? I know I need help, I asked. And Noah smiled, asking for help. Yeah, knowing that you cannot fight yourself alone. That's, that's your way to the next Macomb. Assalamu alaikum, Marids, seekers, curious, and interested listeners. We appreciate you and are happy to share our Sufi message. Your donation will help support our Sufi center in Sydney, where we do zikr, sobat, spiritual counseling, and healing services. We believe the message should be free. But it costs equipment, rental, services, software, and hardware to get this to you. So thank you for choosing our podcast among all the millions available. If you go to our website, ansarisufiorder.org, you will be able to donate through PayPal whatever you think this information is worth to you. Blessings and love, the Australian Ansari Sufi Order.